Here is chapter 5, titled Joy, in my new book, Your Life Comes with Instructions. I want to start this chapter by asking what I believe are questions you really may want to consider. Why do you want to live? How do you want to spend the time you have left? What makes your heart sing? What brings you the greatest joy and meaning in your life? When I began my work with cancer patients and their families, I was very focused on the will to live. I was convinced that a will to live could impact the quality of their life as well as the course of their disease. So I asked them, what gives you a desire and reason to live? Something to look forward to? To see your children married? Grandchildren born? To make sure the people you love are taken care of? The common sense is that when you have something to live for, you likely will live longer. But I was in for a big surprise. No matter how much common sense and research I gave them how a strong will to live could affect their health, they thought that taking time for themselves to do what gave them the greatest enthusiasm for life was too selfish. Their moral, social, and cultural conditioning taught them that everyone and everything else should come first. They believed that doing for others was much more appropriate than creating a balance between taking care of themselves, that's the selfish part, and taking care of others. It was more appropriate to work than to play and have fun. Our cancer centers were based in central Pennsylvania, and because I was born in central Pennsylvania, I knew how much most of our patients valued and enjoyed going deer hunting and fishing. I used this to remind them of the common sense saying, when you're busy doing what you like to do, you tend to forget your aches and pains. They could appreciate that even if they weren't feeling well, they'd likely feel better if they went hunting or fishing. To reinforce this message of wanting them to incorporate fun into their daily lives as part of their treatment for cancer and to help families cope, we handed out calendars at Christmas time that had a facsimile of a doctor's prescription. It read, Doctor's orders, have fun one time daily. It had 365 refills and was signed by the radiation oncologist. While I used deer hunting as my primary example of having fun and the need for people to do more of what they love to do, I used go fishing as my mantra for having them incorporate a will to live in their daily routine. This message worked so well I titled my first book, which detailed the wellness program I taught and researched, Doctor's Orders, Go Fishing. Actually, this message of following your heart and doing what brings you the greatest joy is ages old. Dr. Joseph Campbell, one of the world's greatest scholars on the wisdom of myths, parables, and fairy tales, discovered that their most common underlying theme was follow your bliss. What is it that keeps you from having fun? What's stopping you? When I taught my wellness classes, I always asked people 
to make a list of their interests and what they wanted most in their lives. In the end, I boiled it down to peace of mind. What we want most is peace of mind. Then I find myself asking, when do we have it and how do we find it? I was surprised to realize that we don't have it very often, but when we do, it's usually related to doing what we love most, when we're going fishing. It's really that simple. I believe the greatest prescription you will ever get is doctor's orders, go fishing. We really need to rethink the idea that this is too selfish. Let's put this in perspective. Common sense and mind-body research are abundantly clear that your thoughts go through your body and affect its structure and function. Any thoughts and feelings of joy or sadness, stress or relaxation, or hope or hopelessness, dramatically affect your heart, endocrine and immune systems, and literally every cell in your body. But what people don't fully understand is that their thoughts don't stop at their body. They are broadcast outward into space. It can be measured that your thoughts and feelings radiate out from your body and affect others as well. Remember, consciousness creates. Your thoughts and feelings create reality. What do you want to broadcast out to others and the universe at large? Joy may be the most loving, beneficial energy you could ever send to yourself or to others. Is having fun and doing what you love selfish? I believe it's the most loving thing you can do. I was told that your greater being likes nothing better than to see you smile, for that smile reverberates through all aspects of everything everywhere. By enjoying yourself fully, you radiate immeasurable love to the world. So, whistle while you work. Don't do anything just to get it done. Sing, dance, play. Ideally, we would treat every day like a vacation. I believe your health, happiness, and success, peace of mind, are all about the amount of joy in our life. By now you know that I greatly value channeled information, and I have fortunately found several valid sources and channelers. One of my favorites, which I noted in my book, Why Love Heals, is Heaven Letters, channeled by Gloria Wendroff. A Heaven Letter published on June 1st, 2018, is titled, The Eleventh Commandment. Beloved, I will give you advice that consists of two magical words, two simple daily words, to assure your happiness. Had I thought sooner, I might well have added to the thou shalt's, these two words as an eleventh commandment, as a wholehearted way to be and give happiness on earth. The eleventh commandment, have fun. You have three simple steps to travel in life. These I ask of you. 
Be joy. Give joy. Welcome joy. Here are a few more. You have come to this earth to find experience and gain joy. Joy is a vibration that touches the soul. The secret is that through the knowledge of joy is the attachment to love, which is who you are. This is John the Baptist, channeled by Sharon Bauer. Another. The highest thought is always that which contains joy. The clearest words are those which contain truth. The grandest feeling is that feeling which you call love. Joy, truth, love. These three are interchangeable and one always leads to the other. It matters not in which order they are placed. From Conversations with God by Neil Donald Walsh. One more. The standard of success in life isn't the things. It isn't the money or the stuff. It is absolutely the amount of joy you feel. You are here to experience outrageous joy. That is why you are here. From Abraham Channeled by Esther Hicks. I'll leave you with a personal experience I had on my wedding anniversary, August 24, 2019. My story really begins a year sooner when I started to build birdhouses out of driftwood that I found here on the Oregon coast where I live. I have seen lots of things made of driftwood. It's so plentiful and attractive and appealing in many ways to me. Anyhow, I saw a birdhouse that summer made of driftwood and thought I could do that. I love birdhouses and decided to make one or two for our yard. But I didn't stop at one or two. I enjoyed making them, and people liked them and asked if they were for sale. So I kept making them and created a workspace in the garage where I could keep making them through the rainy months. By August, I easily had made a hundred of them. Now back to our anniversary dinner. I have food sensitivities to wheat and dairy, which I first discovered about 20 years ago. So when I phoned to make a dinner reservation at a restaurant nearby, I was clear to mention my sensitivities and ask if they had food options I could eat. I was pleased that they did and made a reservation. When the restaurant called the day before to confirm our reservation, I mentioned my food restrictions again and was told they could easily accommodate me. When we got to the restaurant and it came time to order our food, I selected a gluten-free pasta without cheese or other dairy product. We were very pleased to find it tasted so good. Then when the chef came to our table to ask how we liked our meal, my wife asked about the shape of the pasta. We had never seen gluten-free pasta in that shape. The chef then proceeded to say it wasn't gluten-free. We were stunned and not happy. My experience with eating even a small amount of wheat or dairy was that I would have severe mood swings for up to four days, and I had just eaten a good portion of our dinner. I was certain it would be no fun for me or my wife for the next four days. 
so I fully expected to have the mood changes the next day, except I had none at all. We were stunned again. What happened? I decided to meditate for an answer and was told that the amount of joy I received from building my birdhouses overrode my food sensitivities. I had suffered for about 20 years to find that joy was the antidote. When I was spending so much time building the birdhouses, I often thought that I really should be consulting, writing, or teaching about mind-body-spirit medicine. I should be helping people. My great lesson in this was discover that, like I'm advising you, I needed a much better balance in my life between having fun and work. Even though I love my work normally, I learned you can't truly be happy or healthy without joy. Inner exercises for this week. I want you to raise again the questions that I began this chapter with, as well as the question, what keeps you from having fun? Please go within and ask yourself, why do you want to live? How do you want to spend the time you have left? What makes your heart sing? What brings you the greatest joy, peace of mind, and meaning in your life? You can record your answers on the blank page provided here, as well as your affirmation about joy. <music>